Welcome to Pastor's Chat. We're looking at the book of 1 John. Today we want to talk about why John would write this little epistle of five chapters. And he gives us at least five stated purposes for which he wrote this book. Right in the very beginning verses, in verses 3 and 4, he makes it very clear. He said, That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you so that you may have fellowship with us. Indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Well, the first reason he states is that you might have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Wow! I'm telling you, my friend, here's a book that will help you understand who Jesus is in such a way that you can come into intimate relationship and fellowship with Him. You can walk with Him, talk with Him, listen to Him, hear His heart. He hears your heart. Commune with Him. John will help us do that in this book. The second reason we read, he says, we are writing these things to you so that your joy might be full. Your joy might be complete. Oh, remember Jesus said, my joy I give to you. He gives us his joy. He gives us his peace when we are in fellowship with him. So John says, there's some things here in this book that will help you understand how that you can have completeness, fullness of life, that your joy might be complete. And then in chapter 2, he makes it clear. He says, now, my son, you're a son of God, but if we sin, we have an advocate with Jesus Christ the righteous. But do not sin. Do not sin. And so he's writing this letter to help us understand that if we want to continue in fellowship with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ, we want to have fullness of joy. We cannot continue living in the sins of the past. We cannot keep turning our back on God, rebelling against His commandments. And he's going to tell us what the new commandment is in this book. And so that you might not sin. And this is very important. Matter of fact, he makes it clear. He that is really born again, saved, walking with the Lord, will not sin. He actually uses the word cannot sin. But we believe that means he cannot practice sin. You cannot practice sin and call yourself a fellow, a fellow believer. You can't call, practice sin and say that you're in fellowship with God. He says that in the very first chapter. If we say we have fellowship with Him and walk in the darkness, we lie and do not the truth. And so that's the first three reasons. And then in chapter 2 also, he teaches us the other reason. He writes the book that we might overcome error because there are so many errors. And the greatest error is misunderstanding or not acknowledging or knowing who Jesus Christ really is as the Son of God. He does that in all three of his epistles here, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. And so it's very important that you don't fall into error. There are false teachers. There are antichrists that will lead you astray from this fellowship, from this walk with God, with their false teaching. And then the last reason, which is so important, is that we might have the assurance of our, our salvation. In 1 John 5, 13, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. Matter of fact, as we study through this book, we're going to notice the word know, know, know. This is not just an intellectual ascent that we acknowledge that, hey, that is the truth, but it's an intimate, 
intimate acknowledgement of that truth that's internal. And we know, we know that we know that we know that we're saved. Oh, oftentimes I've told people, do you know that you're saved? And they say, well, that would be kind of like arrogant or proud to say, I know that I'm saved. And we say, oh, no. Actually, to say that you know that you're saved is you have admitted that you are a sinner. It's very humbling to become a believer because you have to admit that I am a sinner. I have rebelled against God. But when Jesus comes into your heart and you've been born into his family, John says, these things have I written unto you that you may know that you have eternal life. And he that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. And so five purposes. We're going to go through those as we continue to study this book of 1 John. But my friend, I hope that God will use this book to help you have that wonderful assurance that Jesus is your Savior and you're in fellowship with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. God bless and have a wonderful, wonderful day.